Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Lois and Gordon, and I'm back with another episode of Empowered Contribution. And, uh, you know, I went to a community meeting the other night, and it was very interesting what happened. So uh, it, was, it was a town hall. So basically with a town hall, everybody uh, shows up from the community. Uh, and they live in that community board area. Uh, and they show up with their concerns, uh, things that have been bothering them, things that uh, they don't like seeing, right? Things that they want changed. Um, anything at all that um, they might be uh, worried about, concerned. Crime, um, you know, sanitation, uh, quality of life, uh, a whole range of things. So there's just a litany of things. And the organizers did a great job in bringing everybody together. There was over 100 people in the audience. And, uh, you know, that is really, really a good turnout. Um, only uh, many, many of the elected officials were there and they all showed up. So. There was a list of uh, questions that was already submitted by residents in the area that the moderator went through uh, one at a time. And the elected and the community leaders were able to respond to those uh, questions. And then towards the end, there was this um, uh, more like an open forum where people can walk up to the microphone and speak on anything that they want in addition to the previously asked questions or follow up or so forth right so that was the layout of the evening and then they finished so throughout the whole uh, first part where uh, they're answering these uh, you know questions that was submitted prior um, there was just this sense of um, I felt like the people, the audience, the people in the audience uh, started to feel like in disempowered, kind of like disenfranchised, kind of like putting everything on, on them uh, so much. And, and, and I just wanted to title this, um, this, uh, this uh, podcast video, um, the number one reason effective change is not uh, in your community is not your fault. Uh, right? So the number one reason effective change in your community is not your fault. So I'm going to just tackle that based on the meeting that um, I had and just pretty much explain to you what I said during the meeting that I thought needed to be said. And towards the end, um, it was like almost like the, uh, <laughs> the, um, you know, the elephant in the room or the gorilla in the room kind of a thing. I, I just had to say something about it. Um, and uh, at the end, um, a lot of people came up afterwards, shook my hands, and, and even I went to a meeting the next day, and uh, some other people were there, and they also remembered what I said and came up and said, thank God you said that. And I'll talk about what I said that uh, made people so um, responsive to uh, my statement uh, towards the end. So, so that was the setup of it. So now I'm going to just dive into uh, quickly um, some of the responses, uh, just kind of summarizing and paraphrasing some of the responses. All right. So there's this flooding area, um, this area that's prone to flooding in, in this specific area. And it's been going on for a long time, a long time where everyone pretty much knows uh, this area. You mention it and it's like, yep, that's it. And along the same corridor, there's other things. There are dumping, uh, there are, are graffiti, there's uh, the factories and abandoned buildings and all these different things that's happening and illegal like tire repair facilities. Uh, things are blocking the street that people need to drive through or slow down because it's so tight because of all the um, uh, these, these trucks and so forth that's parked, uh, blocking the roadway, making the roadway more narrow, uh, seem like a 
a one-way street as opposed to a two-way street. So, you know, a lot of those um, questions was um, was asked toward that particular area as well. And uh, throughout the responses that I got and that was received from the elected and community leaders, uh, it seemed that their, their responses was, you know, a lot of this, these things um, um, have to do with people complaining. And, um, the residents complaining about a particular area, and if enough residents complain, uh, then um, the elected said, well, it's all about statistics. So if enough people complain about it, now their hands are not tied anymore. They can actually start doing things and, and to make the, 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 the thing correct. Um, now, I must give up to the local uh, sanitation and everybody else that uh, elected uh, other uh, city services that are actually taking care of that block um, so so well because I've seen dumping and um, it being cleaned up rapidly. Um, so that's not my, uh, my my concern. The concern was uh, that the responses was that if we're not able to or the residents, uh, you know, this is what the you know community leaders and elected officials were kind of. Um, kind of harking on, uh, I think a little bit too much, and they were right, but it was a little too much. Um, if the residents don't complain and talk about uh, why, um, talk talk about it, making complaints and call three one on these numbers um, about these places that are chronic problems, then they can't do anything because it's all about statistics. If the city get all of these calls regarding these specific areas, uh, then they have enough. Uh, I guess community input or our complaints to be able to make uh, some kind of effective change. So the number one reason why effective change in your community is not your fault, um, okay, it, it's all about that. Uh, what I'm going to explain soon. So let me just um, talk about this, okay? Let's, let's let me just preface with this before I get into the, the the number one reason why this is not your fault, okay? So you know what you want, right? You know the type of community that you want in your area. Okay, so let me um, go through that with you, right? So um, you know what you want. You know the type of community that you want in your, in your area. You know that you want um, the streets cleaned. You, want, you know you don't want loitering. You, you know you don't want, um, you know, just really, really uh, bad environment, not be able to uh, jog or, or do things in your neighborhood or go shopping after a certain time of night. Um, you want to you be able to live and be free to do those things, right? We know what we, what we want. Right. This is what we want. Right. We know all of those things are important to us. But the problem is, as we know these things, we're not getting them. We're not getting them because it's been tough. It's tough. Right. There's so many people living. Everyone has a different idea of different things. And what you consider is loitering. They don't think it's loitering. What they considering littering. Uh, the, maybe the garbage pails were filled up. And so they couldn't really um, you know, put it anywhere else or carry with whatever it is, right? Um, maybe there's people that move in this neighborhood that doesn't reflect the same values. And so you have that disconnect, but we know what we want. All right. And the problem with not what we want is that there's just too much to do in too little time. 
right? We are busy working and running around and babysitting and overtime and everything else and just spending quality time or even catching up with our shows, right? And, and that's all great um, because we do need to relax. We also need to work and make money. But we have so much to do in so little time that it becomes harder and harder to contribute to our, our, our neighborhood, our community, to make sure that new person that moves into our neighborhood is not, uh, is make sure that they are indoctrinated into our culture of keeping the area clean, not doing drugs, all those abandoned houses, um, or need to be taken care of, too many cars on the road, and, and, and not enough space for the people that actually live in the neighborhood. So it's just so much going on. We have too little time. So what's the solution when you have uh, uh, too much to do, too little time to actually make a contribution to your community? Uh, right? We have elected officials and representatives, right? This is what we do. Essentially, this is what we do. And this is getting to the uh, the crux of the my response back to the um, to, uh, to, to the panel that was sitting there. Uh, so we have elected officials. That is one way of alleviating uh, the time it would take to actually tackle these hundreds and hundreds and maybe thousands of issues that happen in the community that we know what we want to get uh, taken care of, right? Uh, so we have elected officials and representatives. Now, uh, many elected, well, all elected officials are elected and they are paid. So basically, they are taking the... Um, the, the, the issues they're supposed to be taking, the issues that we have and we vocalize in whether it's calls or whatever statistics there is, and actually um, taking care of it because they're, they're supposed to not only live in an area in the neighborhood, but also uh, be frequent in the neighborhood so they know exactly uh, or, or more or less what's happening in the neighborhood. So we have those elected officials. So because we have, like I said before, too much to do in too little time, it's hard to contribute. So elected officials actually take uh, the other part of it to actually um, make these changes that we want uh, um, happen, right? So so what's the problem? So wh why isn't this um, fine? I mean, this is a great kind of, you know, solution, right? Um, so here's a problem. I, this is the um, number one reason why effective um, change in your community is not your fault, right? It's not your fault because it's actually a 50-50 partnership, okay? Um, many of us actually participate in uh, our community events, things that are happening, the changes, uh, the things we don't like to say. We, we participate in some respects. Some of us contribute more than others, all right? And that's fine. Depends on what's going on in your life and things like that and health and, and everything like that. But one thing that um, I responded, and this is exactly the crux of my idea of responding with everybody afterwards kind of like came and shook my hand and talk about all the things is that this is a 50-50 partnership. So when the entire panel and most of the panel is shooting back with the answers of, well, you didn't complain or you didn't file a complaint or there's not enough complaints, um, I think that's a wrong way of kind of putting it um, because the very fact that there are complaints even if it's one person or it's 100 should also be followed up on uh, by the elected officials that are paid to actually follow up on these things okay right so this is the very thing that I spoke about so 
um, this is what happened. I my response, right? Um, so th this is number one reason why it's not all your fault. It's a 50-50 partnership. So in terms of empowered contribution, you are uh, contributing whether you can contribute one, two percent of your time or 50, 60 or 100 percent of your time depends on if you're retired or not. You are in contributing in some way. And the fact that people are sitting there in this town hall, they are contributing. Um, so when the response comes from elected officials and, and the representatives, community leaders that you don't complain enough, what you're asking us to do is to is to take this on as a full time role. And some of us can, and I, I do a lot of things that are full-time, almost like consider full-time, you know, roles that should be get paid for, but I don't. It's, it's a, something that I want to do. And this is the crux of it. You, 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 you show up to the meetings and the very fact you show up to meetings, ask insightful questions and question certain things, why they're not being done is your contribution. That is your 50%. Okay, and even if you can't make it to the meeting and you submitted a, a, a concern, whether it's through email, whether it's through, whether it's through a call, or whether through some kind of like um, call taking uh, system that your area might have, you that is your 50% partnership. The other 50% is the elected officials and the other and the other um, representatives and community leaders that are, are taking up that role. Um, so it's a 50-50 partnership. So when the if people on the panel are not mentioning that and and not, uh, I guess, carrying on that message, it, it, it disempowers and uh, make people feel almost like disenfranchised. So uh, when I got up there, this is exactly more or less what I said, paraphrasing, is that I, did, I told them this. Um, I told them that... Um, you know, one of the most important things is that the elected officials actually show up. And there were elected officials that are actually there that showed up and themselves. They didn't bring a representative. They actually were there. And for that, we should applaud those elected officials that actually showed up to this town hall because it doesn't happen, you know, every day. Um, they did, so which is great. And all the other city agencies and representatives that showed up, that is uh, commendable. So I had to actually hats off to that and also i also congrats um, com um made a statement about the specific street that was also taken care of uh, expediently wise because of this street is constant dumping right so that that being said it, it is commendable uh the other part of the statement had to do with okay well um you know uh the the people that are in this audience today, the people that are asking the questions about specific era should not be uh, looked at as the, um, as the problem, okay? They're not the problem. Uh, the fact that they're sitting in the seats or they submitted a question or made a call uh, makes them part of the solution. So when the, because here's the thing, we have, uh, between babysitting issues, health problems that happens in our lives, our families, uh, you know, overtime things that we need to do, uh, and everything that happens in our lives, right? Um, you know, we don't have all the time to call 311 or all of these different things a million times a day so we can generate more statistics. Now, if we need to take an effective community type 
consolidated action on a specific thing, yeah, I could see us doing that. But um, it's not our fault that um, these things are not being done uh, that we want in our community. It is a 50-50 partnership. So by the people making the, by the representatives, making the people that come out uh, and that are complaining and are discussing certain things they want uh, feel like that they're the problem because they didn't make a complaint and that's why it's not being done. They did make complaints and the fact that they showed up is a complaint and talk talk about all these things is uh, their way of contributing their 50%. Uh, so I just wanted to make it clear that uh, don't feel that you don't have the power or you are the uh, problem because why things are not uh, the way you want it to be. They are, um, you are doing your 50% uh, by calling and making a complaint. But to make that a full-time job that every, you know, every day you pass by, you have to call, you have to do this. Yes, we should if we can, but that's not the only uh, solution. Uh, the people that live in our neighborhood, elected officials that live in the neighborhood, should also have a job of canvassing our area uh, to see those one or two complaints that are being uh, talked about or being discussed, to see what the actual situation, or even sending their um, underlings to look that up. So that's something that I had to say and I had to talk about during that, and it's so, so important. So. And I wanted to kind of make that um, um, something that had to be said. So this is like really, really like for me, the the, the number one, so back to the, 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 the conversation I'm talking about, the number one reason why uh, effective change in your community is not your fault is because it's a 50-50 partnership, right? You have to understand that and hold people accountable for not uh, doing their part. And that's what it's all about. So now, what's the next steps? Okay, so the next steps that you can do, what can you do? What you can do right now, and I would implore you, is that you look around and you start making a list. Get a list of the elected and the community leaders and start making a list. Okay, who's in charge of the local historic society? Okay, who's in charge of who's the, 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 the state assembly or the, the state uh, senator? Um, who's also community board uh, chairperson or district manager? Okay, get a list of these people and you can easily Google them online or you go to your local city government and start making a list of these things and uh, start building that list. Once you start building that list, you'll have, okay, you'll have a list now. And it could be just even five, ten people. And now you just put it on your fridge. Okay, so put it on your fridge. Once you get a list of all these elected and community leaders, you put it on your fridge. Now, if you have a question or issue or whatever like that, you can call. You know who to call. So that's the first thing I would uh, implore you to do uh, so that you understand that it's a 50-50 partnership. The people and the list that you have on those people or the, the, the people that's on those lists, okay, that's the 50%. The other 50% is you. Finding out what you want, like we spoke about in the beginning, the first slide, you know, you know what you want and you don't know what you don't want, okay? That you need to call and let them know this is what you don't want, what you, what you, what you do want. And um, this way, you have uh, one source of a contact for somebody, right? So this is what I would say. So this is just a little bit about... Um, uh, a concept of empowered contribution. Again, it, this is Lloyd Sen, and thank you so much for listening. And I hope that uh, the next time uh, you see something that you're empowered to contribute uh, as best as you can. All right. Thanks again. Um, empowered contribution. 
all about uh, cause, community, and results. <laughs>